This episode was brought to you by Bookout Blooms. Bookout Blooms sells cut flowers and designs. They're located in South End Charlotte. They have beautiful flower arrangements for any occasion you can think of. They even have classes where you and a group of girlfriends can come and learn to make your own bouquets. So head on over to www.bookoutblooms.com to learn more information. And if you stop by the shop, tell them that those other girls sent you. Can't relate to cancel culture? hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Happy weekend. It's supposed Ooh. to be a nice weekend. Looking Thank forward God. to it. Yeah, what me did, too. So uh, you had an interesting week this week. It was your Dead. first week with a big girl job. Yes, How did yes. Go. What advice can you give to our listeners who are nervous about applying for jobs or starting new jobs? What are your thoughts and advice? Okay, so first of all, this was such a great week. I'm you guys have no idea how happy I am to have like a real job. Um as you all know, I love entrepreneur stuff. I'm never going to not be one. But the reality is when you start off as an entrepreneur, it doesn't pay the bills. And when you are an entrepreneur, there are a lot of bills that need to be paid and you can't pay if you don't have the money. So you need a real job. So honestly, like I've been really reflecting this week because this has been an amazing week. I absolutely love my job. Um, I absolutely love what I do, which reminds me to say that um, these views do not reflect um, our employers. We will get better at that. and We won't be doing that in the middle of sentences after a while. Anyway, Can we add it to the intro. So it's something that's like added on yeah. at the very end of the intro. Yeah, maybe we should just do that. <laughs> I feel like that would be like... so much easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, y'all. Um, so it's really cool. Um, I'm helping people and that's something that I have always wanted to do. Um, I am a constituent liaison um, for a congressperson. So that in and of it's like that is just helping people, I guess. I don't and know being in politics. Like, and it's being in politics, which is 110% what I want, what I've wanted for a really long time. Um, and I guess like advice I would say because someone else asked me actually this week about um and remind me to tell you that story this week about um a like getting jobs things like that the best thing I can say is like networking this mm-hmm. one first thing is this was 110% a god thing um my friend so I was talking to my friend at church and he's asking me a question about like why I hadn't gotten like super super involved or like why hadn't I become a member at the church something like that and I was like well honestly I don't even know 
what is happening in my life. I don't know, like, if I'm going to be here. I don't know. Like, I just, everything's up in the air. I don't have a job. Like, I just, I don't know anything. I don't, so I just don't, I'm, like, anxious about, like, putting, like, my claws into something officially. To take church, like, if I'm going to become a member of a church, I'm going to take it seriously. I'd like to be there for a decent amount of time. So he was like, well, he talked to me about his story, about how he just kind of took a step of faith and God provided, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, send me your resume. So I sent him my resume and he's like, um, well, is there anyone in particular? And he was like, well, first he was like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, literally anything. Um, part of the thing is obviously like because of my extracurriculars, this would be considered extracurricular right now. Because of this, I need a job that is not going to fire me when they hear me say that abortion is murder and not necessarily because I don't even care I mean I would like for them to believe abortion is murder but that's not the biggest thing like even if they don't believe it I I would want to have a job that would have to still respect me and allow me to still do my extracurriculars and the reality is a lot of jobs aren't going to do that so I, I kind of have to do something politically related so I told him something similar like that and then um he was like well, is there anyone in particular? I was like, literally send it to anybody that you know. I don't care who it is. If they, like, just send it to anybody that you know. So he sends it to this office and they get the resume. I'm like, okay, interesting. And then literally a week later, um, the person who had the position I previously had um, got another position and they needed someone. So I didn't even apply. My resume was just on their desk. She called, we did some interviews, and then bada bing, bada boom, I signed up. I have health insurance now. Um, yes. <laughs> a four, well, Remember, okay, so a ladies, always have health insurance in the savings account. Find yes. a job that can get you that. Because thanks to Obamacare, health insurance is not affordable anymore. Yes, seriously. Like, and you know, to be honest, first of all, we have 60 days to finish up the paperwork. So I'm doing that this weekend because I was like looking at, it, I was like, I don't understand what this is asking. And I want to get something like, I'm not a sickly person. Like, honestly, I haven't been to like the regular doctor. I don't know if this is bad, but I haven't been since like 2015, yeah. maybe even earlier than that or later than that, maybe like 2013 even. Um, So like, I don't go to the doctor, so I don't want to pay a lot, but you know, you never know what's going to happen. I do go well, you're also eyes. like a single person, which is a lot cheaper than having a spouse on your account. So don't do what I did. I got the cheapest account, not realizing our copay is only like, tw- it's like 20% of our like total visit. Not like, oh, you get like a $45 copay, nothing like that. Sebastian goes to the doctor, ha- like to get his regular checkup, had some blood work done. It's over $300. <gasps> Yeah, just like our bill is over $300 because I didn't realize when I signed up that we didn't have like a $30 to $45 copay. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to, yeah, like I printed out all of them. This is what I got because I could use the, I printed out all of the options and then I'm going to look over it tomorrow and then look on like Dave Ramsey's website or stuff like that to see like what's the best way because that's how I decide. It's not a 401k, but something else like that. And that's how I decided. Dave Ramsey said something about 15% and I was like, that's a bit much. So I did 10%, whatever it was. My recommendation if they match, do enough to where they match. So kind of like, for example, I think like my company matches up to like, it's like, a, 
uh, I don't know, hypothetically speaking, because I'm not sure. Like, say they match up to like five percent of my salary I put in, I yeah. put all five percent. Like, I put that whole five percent in because if not, you're losing money. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. I think for like, it might be like they match up like a hundred percent to like two point five percent, and then fifty percent from like two point five to five percent, and that's how much they match. So I was told always like match, like go yeah. up to however much they match. So like. I get hypothetically speaking, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Like for me, it's like they match up to 5%. There's different levels in that 5%, but it's 5% match. They match. Yeah. Ma- max, they match. There we go. So yeah. that's what my recommendation would be to anyone, everyone looking for a job. I've been in the workforce for two and a half years now. Yeah, you're more of an expert than I am, but it's just really cool to do that. So, and honestly, it was like a God's providence type thing because I mean, it had to, the way for this to even, for this job to even be on my radar, for me to even get this, I had, there were so many things that had to be perfectly Mm -hmm. in place for it to get it. So the the person leaving, like the person leaving the person who I met at my church only because I didn't have a church and I told someone random and they said, oh, come to my church. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so many things. Well, she's not random anymore. She's probably like my best friend here now. But like at the time she was random. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like it's just so many things that like God ordered. And then also too, I didn't even really, like I knew the job existed, but not really to the extent that I do now. So I didn't even, it's like one of those things I didn't even know to like pray for this job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it was really all God. And like my biggest advice is to like, talk to people that you know. And I read in this book that we should all read um, one day and it's called um, The Defining Decade. And in the book, it said, how you're gonna get your job isn't from your friends. It is from your acquaintances Mm -hmm. because all of your friends are in a similar situation as you. So your friends pretty much know the same people. It's people who you are fairly acquainted with are gonna help you get the job. My RNC internship was an acquaintance. This job, an acquaintance. Um, Yeah, everything that I've gotten, like everything. Oh, when I I worked at Kumon, an acquaintance. Like it's all... Yeah, I right. would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I met Sebastian, an acquaintance, through an acquaintance. Like, yeah. I think the only way for you to meet new people is through acquaintances, whether yeah. it's friends, significant others, um, jobs, uh, jobs, churches, even. Or, I feel like yeah. a, lo- a lot of things you get from your acquaintances. I don't really know the full, ex- like, I want to explore that idea more, but I don't know where to go with that. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that your friends don't have your best interest. It's just your friends are in the same boat as you. Like, Well, not or- even that is like, they, I don't know, like you're expanding your bubble when you have acquaintances. Like you have a small bubble of just you and your friends, but then acquaintances make that bubble bigger. Yeah, rides more exactly. It's only like a limited exactly. amount of like connections and people you can meet and um jobs is that like small group of friends, but then the acquaintances make that bubble a lot bigger. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, everyone like it was. If you were curious, it was a great week, and I am super excited. And I just hope um everyone else can be this happy with their first job because honestly, like. This week has been so great. What has this I, week I taught you? Um, 
to, good question. Hmm, what has it? I guess just to keep going mm-hmm. because I mean, even before getting the, like I, I try to, in for better or for worse, I try to just kind of show highlight reels occasionally, you know, it was late at night and you catch my Instagram story, you might catch me slipping. But for the most part, I try to just share highlight reels. So I, but I was really like low. Like I, I was, it's, I am, I don't like to depend on people and going a year and some change without like a constant income. Cause before the pandemic, I had a job. Yeah. It was for my school and it obviously wasn't like, it's you know. part-time too right yeah and it was part-time but like it also like I had the money from that and then it also because of that it helped pay for other things because it was through the school so it was just like a whole lot so like going from that um to like not that was very very difficult mm-hmm. and I think it's just to keep going and then also too that's what this week is taught but also to like on the job there are things that like um there was like a time this week where I was taught something and I, I'm very much a, let me just run this by you really quick to make sure this is okay type person. And that's not a bad thing, but there was a time where I couldn't do that. And I was like, okay, do I just stop doing this thing or do I just keep going? But like, you know what? I'm going to keep going. And I did, I trusted my instinct. I guess that's another, maybe that's a better way to say it. Yeah. I trusted my instinct and I did the thing correctly. And I think I was just nervous. Cause like, I, I don't know if anybody else is this way, but I don't typically, like, I'm a pretty brave person. Um, The only time I ever get nervous, I think, is when in my head I realize, okay, this is super important. So when I do really big things, I might not get nervous until I start thinking, like, oh, this could change my life. Like, Mm -hmm. this could, so in my head, some of the stuff, like, one of the days I came to work and I, it just clicked to me like, okay, like I do well in this job. This is, this is not just a job. This is a career. So like, I kind of started psyching myself out just a teensy bit. Um, and it's just the, like trusting my instincts. Cause like, if I just go about it and I'm just like, oh, this is not that this isn't anything, but if I'm very relaxed about like this, I'm very successful. Like I don't have any issues or problems. It's when I start like overthinking, like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like, this is, this could be the career, you know, like that's, that's when it starts to get a little like, <sighs> so I guess yeah. trusting my instincts is what I learned mm. all that to say. That's a good thing. I know for me, like my first like month or so is learn that I learned like starting off with like my first job. And this is some advice someone told me is that you're there to make your boss look good. If you make oh. your boss look good, then that's going to make you look good. And that's going to help you do better in the company so whenever you're doing work just making sure it's not you focusing on it to make you look good like your number one priority is make your boss look good because that's the person who decides your raises uh moving up in the company stuff like that and technically literally for me that's the person who's going to decide if I have a job in the next couple of months or years I guess yes if this if she looks good then you know she'll keep getting reelected. yeah okay yeah <laughs> yeah so that's my advice for anyone is just focus on making sure you're doing whatever you can to make your boss look good and that's not saying like you can't be like um I don't not not say you can't question I don't know if questions the right word because I'll go back sometimes say like okay like what about this methodology instead of this methodology you suggested and my boss will be like oh thinks about it and he'll either go oh you're right or let's try it my way first and then we can try your way 
not saying like you can't do that but like your top priorities like whenever you submit anything for work do anything for work is your mentality should be I'm doing this to make my boss look good yeah so that because that's how you move up in the company until you're the boss like the CEO because there's always going to be someone up like ahead of you like unless you're the president CEO of the company and even then you're probably reporting to board members I was just about to say that yeah that's a honestly that's a very very good tip that's a very very good tip yep but yeah so yay for being successful career woman So you're okay. getting to our top stories for the week. It's been That's a crazy great. week. And like, it has been such a I feel week. like there is so much to talk about that like we're not even gonna be able to get to everything. You know, it's like just been one of those weeks. Yeah, so much has happened. So well, happened. first things first, um, Macaulay Culkin and his partner Brenda Song are parents to a baby boy who was born on April 5th. Uh they named the child Dakota Song. Culkin. Dakota is in honor of Culkin's sister, Dakota, who Aww. died in 2008. The new family of three is happy and healthy, the statement said. Okay, so totally forgot they were dating. I didn't even know they were dating. I just, I remember seeing that on Facebook and being like, wait, what? I was like, oh yeah, he was on Joe Rogan and he mentioned it and I was like, I like, when he said it, I was like, I want, how old is that? I feel so, like he's just forever like stuck in my head as that little boy. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know, he's like 40 years old. Like, I don't see him. And the thing, too, is like he hasn't aged either. So he yeah. looks like that. I mean, I, yeah, I guess he's more of a man now. Like, he, I mean, I would probably say he's 20. <laughs> like, he looks like he's like late teens, early 20s. Like, I think he could still be a high schooler today. Probably. Yeah. He, I just, and I think that's probably why he doesn't act now because the reality is like, that's him he was he no one's ever gonna same with Urkel I don't know if you ever saw Big Fat Liar yes that was like the running joke about how everybody always wanted him to be Urkel I feel like that's the same with Macaulay Culkin well and is and well he too like yeah because he was like an early childhood star but like some people have been able to like adapt and change like um who is it it's not oh gosh Who's in 51st Dates? I do all those movies with Adam Sandler, the blonde woman. Um, Jennifer Aniston? No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, wait, that's not the right keyboard. The girl from Baby Daddy? No. um, With the cool voice? I love her voice. Drew Barrymore. Oh! Drew Barrymore was in E.T. She was a little girl in E.T. And, like grew up in Hollywood and like she's done like a really good job at kind of getting away from like that child actor where I feel like a lot of child actors don't is okay so what was she what else was she in because here's the thing though like I think Drew Barrymore I don't think of her as a child I mean I guess maybe at one point people did but like now I don't think of her as a child child like she did a lot of stuff young um Drew Barrymore Cause she was an ET. Cause she like had stories talking about how like she was at these big Hollywood parties and she was like 10, 11 years old. Oof, that's sad. Yeah. Didn't she have like a, a cocaine addiction at like thirteen or something like that? I don't remember. I know. I remember hearing like she started like drinking when and she maybe was like thirteen. That's how rumors get started. Maybe it wasn't cocaine. She when she was sixteen, she became engaged. To Leland Hay- Hayward. It was crazy. 
Um, one of those rock star people. Yeah. Yes. That's something that I wish we talked a little bit more about. I wasn't really into like rock rock. So like, for example, whenever I was talking about all this stuff, Little Nas S, someone was like, well, Ozzy Osbourne like bit a bird on stage. Like what? Why was that? Like <laughs> what? That's a little crazy. Yeah, she was in, let's see, she was in E.T. Uh, she was in another horror film with Stephen King's Firestarter. Irreconcilable, I can't talk today. Um, Irreconcilable Differences. Uh, let's see, she was in a lot of like 90s movies. Um, The yeah. Wedding Singer. Like she's done well kind of like growing up. Oh, she was in Donnie Darko. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Mm-hmm. She's done a lot. But yeah, so kind of getting back to it. Um, yeah, it's just weird. I feel like Brenda's song has grown a little bit as an actress. Like, I know she was in a movie and she was on New Girl for some time. But it's just weird to like, I don't know, it's just like, the kid from Home Alone and London Tempted and had a kid. I know. That is so weird. Like, I kind of dig it. Like, I'm like, whoa, my hair. Like, I'm happy for them because, I like, that's cool. But at the same time, it's like London Tipton and, like, the kid from Home Alone. That's weird. Yeah. And as well, and I feel like, too, when, like, let's say I were to remain single and become a celebrity for, like, 10 years of being a celebrity, I feel like I would have to be the celebrity. Mm. because nobody would really like if you go in with a normal or no let me not with a civilian if you go in with a civilian then like I've it makes you have that history with the civilian so they can have seen you through all of this ups and downs Mm -hmm. but I feel like if you have been in Hollywood for a long time and you were single you would have to be with someone who wasn't a civilian so they can understand the lifestyle because I'm sure there's things that like I mean paparazzi aren't really a thing anymore I guess but like let's say paparazzi still were a thing if you're not if you're not a celebrity I'm sure that would just get annoying real fast but that's part like you can't help that that's part Mm -hmm. of your lifestyle that's part of like how it goes so you'd have to be with someone who can understand that yep I agree so congrats to the new parents did not know you guys were together but I I would imagine they make a pretty baby Oh, I would imagine that, too. We wish you nothing but the best. Yes. All right. Our next story is Prince Philip's life and legacy will be honored on Saturday, April 17th, with an intimate funeral at St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. As Queen Elizabeth prepares to lay her beloved husband a 73 years to rest, she is grieving. She always copes amazingly. Her friend and coronation maid of honor, Lady Anne Glen. Connor tells people, but he was her rock. Um, the palace has made clear that no family members will be in uniform during the um funeral. Members of the royal family will be wearing mourning coat, 
with medals or day dress. That's to say members of the royal family will not be in military uniform, a spokesperson said. This this decision comes amidst questions surrounding Prince Harry's dress. The Duke of Sussex, who served in the British Army for a decade, was stripped of his honorary military titles when he chose to step back from royal duties. Had the dress code been different, Prince Harry might have attended the funeral in a suit, while other royal members wore uniforms reflecting their honorary appointments. After a year away from the UK, Prince Harry recently returned for the funeral. His wife, the Duchess of Sussex, stayed behind in California as she is in the third trimester of her pregnancy. Preceding the ceremony, Prince, Princes William and Harry will walk behind Prince Philip's coffin in a procession around the Windsor Castle grounds. However, the brothers will not stand side by side as their cousin Peter Phillips is slated to stand between them. Ooh, tea is hot. Drama! Um, couple of thoughts. There's Megan could have absolutely gone if she wanted to. She would have flown private. She could have had her doctor sitting on her lap next to her if she wanted. Um, she didn't go because how awkward is it? Hi. Um, I know I just went on Oprah National TV for seven million dollars and talked crap about you. Um, but hey, we're here to celebrate granddad. Like that. There's no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I will say I don't think they got the seven million and went to Oprah and her production company. I don't think they claim they never got any money from it. They okay. got publicity, but I don't yeah. think they got any money. Okay, you know what? We'll take their word. And they for wanted it. to make that clear to everyone. They never got money from it. Okay, we'll take their word for it. Either way, they went on national TV. And oh, I'm not. About their I'm not knocking what they did. Yeah. I think that because they go like, "Oh, we want a private life. Like we just want to tell our side of the story." <clears throat> well, if you want a private life, then handle this in private with your family. Like this <laughs> right. is the way to go about it. Right, right. And I also saw like on the news or something they were saying like, "Yeah," and they don't want. Um, the news and drama of everything so they um, went on national television of Oprah to spill all the news and drama right and like it just and then I also saw somewhere too I don't know how true this is this I think might have been like a fake thing because of you know how people are but I saw somewhere that said Megan said she didn't want to go because it would be all about her if she went and I'm like okay which is which I mean, I'm not it, disagreeing on that, but it's still like it just sounds should, so cocky. Well, you should have thought about that before you went on national television to tell your side of the story. Like, right. I get it. I like I, I see. I agree with her about like I think the British tabloids were like awful to her, but they also needed to have a villain in their story, and they can't villainize Kate Middleton. They can't villainize their future queen. Good point. Because no matter what, she would have been queen. Okay, yeah. or she will be queen. Yeah, well, and apparently said, they were talking. Queen yeah. lives forever, but and yeah. I watched the special. I don't know if you did, but they were talking about how in the UK the press and um the royal family like are very connected. Like I'm crossing my fingers, right? Like this, like they're very much like that. And okay. apparently, there's like always like a Christmas dinner for the press and the tabloids, and it seems like they're trying to be like on the good side of them so they tell like the good stories so i yeah 
It's very interesting. Interesting. Like they're interesting. they're playing to the tabloids. So like I guess they'll provide them like the stories that aren't going to be that harmful to give some indication that the tabloids aren't favoring them one hundred percent. I feel like that's what the Democrats are doing with like Governor Cuomo from New York. They're like throwing him out to like the wolves, which is like the media to be scrutinized. So they so the media can say, oh, look, we are not biased because look what we did to Governor Cuomo. Oh, interesting. That is stuff like that. Just I hate thinking about that because then I'm like, what is real? Yeah. nothing's real real. nothing's real everyone has their own perspective of a story yeah it's only your perspective is only real to you because everyone has their own yeah you know which is yeah it's crazy um but yeah so oh i feel so bad for like queen elizabeth like i know like they had like 73 like years of marriage but it's just i just can't imagine yeah, especially being with someone for seven. First of all, being with someone for seventy-three years—that's a long. Like mm. people don't even live that long. Yeah, that's a long, long, long time. Seventy-three years. Mm-hmm. Being with someone for seventy-three years and then losing them—that must be really, really sad. Yeah, yeah but they are still saying that because of COVID restrictions, there's only going to be thirty people allowed at the funeral. Every person six feet apart, even though it seems like they've all been in the same household together. That I don't get. Like, why would you split William and Kate six feet apart? Anywho, but yeah, oh, that doesn't make any. Yeah, sense. like everyone's six feet apart, but you you know they're all gonna be there, like hugging and be like, oh my god, like crying together, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, apparently it's like it's all um. Have you had my watch on? I need to get my steps in today for my step bet, and I literally can't move with my neck. So Sebastian's doing it for me. <laughs> like my neck hurts. I guess Aww. we didn't talk about this. I woke up with a pinched nerve in my neck, and like I like couldn't get out of bed this morning. Like it was that bad. Did you work today? Were you able yeah, to work? I worked. You still worked? I still worked. I was literally. I'm in. So I'm recording right now. I'm in my swivel chair. So like here, this is me moving. I just Aww. move my chair back and forth without moving my neck. Oh, Vic. <laughs> so bad. I've been eating and icing all day. And I went to like the massage and they're like masseuse and like she's great. I love her. Like I've done because I've had a lot of injuries with golf. And so I've done like a lot of like a lot of different therapies. If you guys need any advice on athletic injuries, let me know. <laughs> a lot of them. But um I went to my missus because I was like, this is like a nerve or a muscle and it's a muscle. And she's like, yeah, sucker. It's like, look, like, see how like I have my shoulder up mm-hmm. like this shoulders up. So I need to like make sure my shoulders are even because it's like putting strain. And I think it's strain from like because like my work computer's right here. And then I look at my monitor. So I'm always kind of like at an angle. because It's like on this, like the left side of my neck. And then how do you fix pinched nerves? Uh, I've gotten chiropractor. Like I said, I like a chiropractor. Like I woke up this morning and go, I have to go see the chiropractor. So I went and saw the chiropractor and the masseuse. Like I just, I just know my body by now. And I'm like, okay, this is like what I need. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Um, we can talk about another episode, but chiropractors scare me. Really? I love them. You just have to find a good one. 
like can. you need to find like a really like a good one like because there there are some that are kind of like scammy but i mean what scares me is like having things crack because my oh, thing is like oh God, what if he sneezes today and i was oh like oh my god amazing oh see like what if he like sneezes the wrong way and then like okay that, you but know like that just uh but they're like trained uh, that's why like that's why it's a doctor of chiropractor like they have like a doctorate in it uh, but anyway yeah anyways topic. okay so <laughs> 30 people total it's only for like it's only family a few close friends um i looked up the list and it seems like it's just children and grandchildren and then like a few people here and there but okay yeah it's sad That's sad though like when fe- like when my great-grandma died last year she actually had planned her funeral because that's just the type of person she that's is. That's what they were saying too. Like with him, is like okay, he knew. Like I think they he's had plans for like fifteen years. Oh yeah, he wanted because he. They were saying like his beloved like Land Rover that um I think if he would literally watch any movie or TV show about Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth, there's always like this like old school military Land Rover. Like they're putting the coffin in the back of that. And they were saying like because of COVID, like he would have rather had just had close friends and family. Like he would not have wanted to make it like a big state thing. Oh. And so they're saying it seems like this was kind of like worked out. But I also read another article that this is kind of the dress rehearsal for when Queen Elizabeth passes away. Mm -hmm. yeah like my great grandma she had hers planned too but she's the exact opposite she had like we had a wardrobe colors we had to all wear which honestly I love that stealing that and then she had like everything down to the t but she wanted hers to be a little bit bigger but um it was just sad because it was in COVID so it was just a couple of people here and there and I know your great grandma's was in COVID yeah, it was during. Oh. It was not because of COVID, but it was during COVID. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I was meaning. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Just to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was sad because like I know she wanted more people, and it was just like a handful of us. Do you think you guys um, will do something different when like COVID, or do you think it's like too late? You know, it was in August, so it's kind of like. Well, maybe hopefully the one year anniversary is coming maybe things are starting to open back up maybe because i know that because she's like a sweet old southern lady so like i know her church was very important to her but like because of like it was Mm -hmm. literally just family and i think maybe one or two friends well i mean she was 103 so no offense to her but like not many of her friends were still around (laughs) yeah but like the few people in their late 80s early 90s um showed up but I know she wanted people from her church um to come but yeah that's that's one sad thing about COVID I feel like we're not really getting able to celebrate being able to celebrate our family members the way they should mm-hmm. especially at the beginning the beginning sounded awful they were just like all right the person's dead and they put them in freezers that's just so sad to me yeah yeah because i know yeah. i think one of like my dad's friend's parents passed away and i think at the one point i think both her kids were able to be in there but at one point they're gonna make them decide which kids at her bedside when she passed oh wow yeah yeah when uh mama d that's what we call her mama d died only one person could be with her mm. 
So we didn't even get a chance to say goodbye. Oh, which was that's yeah. awful. Which is so sad. But I'm glad someone was there though. Because yeah. you know, there's some people who But then like how do you do choose? The- like, I mean, I'm assuming your parent had siblings like okay how do you choose between which sibling was her favorite that she wants to see last you know (laughs) right right I don't even know how they picked um (laughs) it was actually my cousin I don't know how they picked him now that I think about it was it just because she had favorites but like he actually was who she wrote to have do her eulogy so maybe (laughs) she did have favorites yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. Hopefully, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's a good point. I wonder how they pick. Anyway, but yeah, it's it's sad how some people um how they're smaller and some people aren't getting what they mm-hmm. rightfully deserve after living beautiful lives. Because I mean, how old was Prince Philip? Was ninety nine, right? Yes, that's a he long was two life. months shy of his hundredth birthday. Whew, that's a long time to be on Earth. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, everything he went through? Like, I think he was pretty much, he was born roughly, he was born in a pandemic, and he died in a pandemic. That's crazy. Survived two world wars. Yeah. Survived the Cold War. (laughs) That's just, like, I don't want to say, because this sounds, like, not good, but... I just can't imagine, like, what would be the purpose of living that long? You know what I mean? Well, I think he still lived. Like, there's a difference between, like, spending your last, like, 20 years in um, a nursing home home versus your last 20 years being, like, married to the head of state and still doing events and all that. That's true. That's true. Okay, that's a good point. Because, like, if, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if, like, COVID, like, knocked him down a little bit because like can you imagine for like your whole life you're doing like events and your schedule is packed and all this stuff and then all of a sudden like nothing and so I wonder if like he struggled having like not something to live for but it's like okay like can't see like I know that's what's hurting a lot of loved ones in nursing homes because that's when am I having loved ones again that's what I know that had a little bit to do with my grandmommy like she a hundred percent because I mean she's 103 her whole life revolved around us and like we couldn't see her I mean she had her own house but like it's just like a lot of you know we, Did we she live on her own until she passed away yes but wow. the last I wish the last maybe like two she right mind like she was that's the thing she wasn't sick she had her right mind like she wasn't um she played bridge or something like that with her well like you know her younger friends like she was still active in her church mm-hmm. um but I think more honestly the last two years like people someone would come in like a nurse would come in and be like hey you doing okay because like yeah. you know I mean she's 103 yeah she had the yeah and wow. that and she's so feisty too like she would um like it took them a while to get for like everybody to convince her like hey we care we need you to but she didn't want anybody to live with her because she didn't need the help that's what she said mm. once again she's old so it's like hey we care like, what but, yeah. you right exactly yeah. bows are not as fried but anyway so yeah yep well our thoughts and prayers are with the royal family it's sad yes. time yes so our next story is the Vatican invites abortion advocate Chelsea Clinton to talk about health and the soul. The Vatican Council for Culture and the Cura Foundation in the Science and Faith 
Foundation are partnering together to host the world's leading physicians, scientists, leaders of faith, ethicists, patient advocates, policymakers, philanthropists, and influencers to engage in powerful conversations on the latest breakthroughs in medicine, healthcare delivery, and prevention on May 6th to the 8th. Speakers include CEOs of large pharmaceutical companies, including Moderna and Pfizer, and former supermodel model, Cindy Crawford, English primatologist Jane Goodall, Aerosmith lead guitarist Joe Perry, and CNN's chief medical correspondent Dr. Sanjay Gupta and Chelsea Clinton, who's there to represent um, the Clinton Foundation. Chelsea Clinton is a high-profile abortion advocate like her parents, Hillary and Bill. Chelsea labors the pro-life movement as an anti-choice movement and is outspoken supporter of Planned Parenthood, the largest abortion provider in the U.S. The Catholic Church publicly professes that life begins at conception and abortion is a case of direct killing of an innocent human being, a violation of the rights of the youngest members of our society and the human family. There's no mention of Clinton's anti-life stance on the Vatican's website. She is simply identified as Vice Chair Clinton Foundation. The Church is actively elevating Clinton, who vocally advocates for a practice that harms mothers and kills innocent children as an authority on the mind, body, and soul. Ooh, many thoughts. All right. First question. It's a that like the Vatican or is it like a, a Vatican association type thing? No, it's like the Vatican. Okay. So like they have like a council of culture. So it's kind of I, I think my understanding is it's kind of like they have like kind of sections divided up. Like the Vatican's essentially it's like a, I think it's like it's broken down like a government, essentially. It yeah, it's a state. Yeah. It's, it's essentially yeah, it's a state. And so the Vatican is run by the Pope. So anything that happens in the Vatican is run by the Pope, who's head of the Catholic Church. So our, let's say a hot take. Everybody ready? Yes. I don't think churches should be doing things like that. I don't think like the church what? should, like, having a council of people discussing, uh, I guess, like, if they're having people with the vaccines or like I don't think the church should be involved in that I think the church should stick strictly with like the bible I think and like maybe Christian organizations like if it was like a Christians for science or something like that but I don't think that because when yeah I just don't think the church I'll I'll play devil's advocate with you real quick don't you want um the church and like Christian leaders sitting in on these conversations, like these conversations are going to happen anyway. Don't you want them sitting in and kind of giving a Christian perspective for it? Absolutely. But I don't want it run by the church. I want it run by a Christian organization. I just don't like the idea of like the Vatican of, you know, Protestants, like individual churches. I don't like the idea of them running their own. That just doesn't, I think the church should stick to the gospel. Like yeah. this is, for example, um, the only thing I can think of right now is like race stuff. The church should be preaching the Bible. And if you preach the Bible, you don't have to worry about people being racist because if they are following the Bible, then they're not going to be racist. You know what I mean? Like, I just That's think it's a good way to that. look at it. Yeah. And like now the church, like a past, like the Pope could come and, like if there's a 
a Catholics for science, something like that. The Pope could maybe come sit in on that, mm-hmm. or like maybe he could recommend a yeah. priest to go speak at that. But I don't think that the I don't know. I just don't like yeah, the I idea. Think they should, I just don't think there's a need. Okay, here I'm gonna throw something else out at you. Why are we doing this conference in person in the middle of COVID? Traveling all the way to Italy. Especially if they're so anti- And all these people, well, okay, I take that back. It may not be in person, but still. You know, you're going to have a lot of people. Because, and that's the thing, is like, they're having like these esteemed journalists, and that's like Katie Couric, and like anyone that works at NBC and all this stuff. But that's I will say, crazy I know, to me, yeah, they're gonna have all those people at the Vatican. That's very interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Is it at the Vatican? At the Vatican, or is it virtual? I'm gonna well, look that up real quick. Because so here's my other thing too. So back to Chelsea, the reason why I don't think you should have. So the Vatican is hosting Chelsea. Just to make sure I'm clear, I'm understanding. The Vatican invited Chelsea. Yeah, to sit in on this conference and be a voice on this conference. Okay, so that stuff like that, I don't think is okay. I think that they should have people that align with their values if they're going to hold a conference. Or if they're like, you know what, we're having Chelsea on as the opposed, like making it clear that they don't align with what Chelsea says instead of just being like, yeah, Chelsea's going to be there. She's going to, she has expertise. You know what, like I I don't necessarily think we should have echo chambers. Like, I'm very much against that. But I do think that if you are faith, like, I don't know, though. I just, I hold, like, faith. I hold Christian things to a higher standard. So, like, I actually don't mind if um, the church is an echo chamber because, I mean, it should be. The Bible is the inherent word of God. Like, that, it's clear that the Bible. So, yeah, I mean, if it's right, it's right. Mm-hmm. I just don't I don't like the idea of like once again if it was just some independent group that had a bunch of faith leaders I definitely think they should be in the conversation because you know I think Christians should be in every um what do you, uh, every what is it called uh profession every we should be have a voice at the table yeah that's what I think in every single thing there should there should be Christians from your gardener all the way up to the president that's mm-hmm. personally how i feel um okay take that back it is virtual okay. okay but still still but still yeah um i just it concerns me so my thing is is like okay you're saying how she is a leader she's like because they're okay that's what well, I'm saying. it's the world's leading physician scientists leaders of faith uh, patient advocates, policymakers, philanthropists, influencers, all this stuff. So she's a leader in her field. That means she's like knowledgeable. So are you saying that her, it essentially to me, it seems like it gives her credit for her pro abortion yeah. stance. Like and I feel like it validates her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like you're validating her, saying, okay, well, if she's an expert in this, in this health and wellness, then she must be an expert when it comes to pro abortion. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next topic. Um, 
smashing out my steps in. Thank you, babe. Um, <laughs> That's a good husband. I know. Um, our final topic, and this is some story that you're excited about. I am. Uh, for the first time, scientists have created embryos that are a mix of human and monkey cells. The embryos described Thursday in the journal Cell, appropriate name, were created in part to try to find new ways to produce organs for people who need transplants, said the international team of scientists who collaborated in the work. But the research raises a variety of concerns. Da, da, da. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, it just... What is some of the... Isn't this like how the Planet of the Apes start? Um, is it? I thought they had like... There was like some sort of gene or something. I know that that's what everyone. I thought maybe, it was just like genetically enhanced monkeys that took over the world. I thought it had something to do with blood, but oh wait, no, 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 you're right. It is genetically enhanced monkeys that took over the world. Blood is how the humans started. Like they lost their ability to talk and like communicate. First of all, Planet of the Apes, the first couple. Seen it. Oh. Okay, you haven't even seen the latest ones? Have you seen the latest mm-hmm. Okay. The latest ones, the first couple were like, okay, hmm, hmm, all right, this isn't bad. Whew, that last two, too realistic. The CGI is out of this world. The old part of the apes, they're in like these ugly costumes that you it like. It was laugh humans at. being monkeys, right? Uh, in the old first ones. One? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like in suits like like costumes so it's like really it's weird looking but it's like okay but who was cgi creepy a and then how they um get it is like through or how so what happens is like the humans lose their ability to communicate and like it something with blood and coughing and you get this whole disease thing and it's Oh my goodness, it's crazy. So, yeah, I guess this is how Planet of the Apes starts. So, there's a lot of part of the reason why I want to talk about this because I love stuff like this. This is so fascinating to me. Um, and Alex Jones, everybody knows Alex Jones at this point. He actually, when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, he said something like that. And it sounds like looking at the thread, Twitter thread that um, we got the article from, it sounds as if he's been saying something like that for years, Mm. um, that people are working on doing that. So shout out to him for, I guess, trying to warn us. And then the other aspect of it that I kind of do want to talk about is, haven't we seen movies? Don't we know that this isn't a good idea? That's the same with like robots. Like we're going too far. We we know what happens. Why are we? I don't get it. Like what? We not see the warning signs. Yeah, they're not like this is not a good idea. And then also too in the comments I was reading, someone made a good point. Okay, it's half human, half monkey. Do we? Does it have the same rights as humans? Are they considered American citizens? What if one of them gets out? Well, you know, there's that robot in like Saudi Arabia or something that's deemed a citizen. That's awful. Yeah. If, yeah. And that's my, so this isn't the same, but kind of, that's how I feel about clones. Are clones humans? Because they're not made in the image of God. They're not, they're, it's not a direct descendant from God. You know what I mean? Yeah. So these monkey humans, are they, they, would they go to heaven or hell? Would they have souls? 
Mm. See, stuff like that. Like, I feel like when well, you start yeah, doing that, that's too much. Don't all animals go to heaven? Um, well, no. But if you want to believe they do, I don't want to burst your bubble or anyone's okay. listening. I don't think so. I thought they did. Where else would they go? The ground. Because they don't have souls. Doggy has a soul. Have you met my dog? They have souls. Okay. Like your spirit goes to heaven. Not your body. So like... Hmm. I don't want to burst anyone's. I mean, yeah. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going (laughs) to prove you wrong. I could be wrong. That's just from what my understanding was. Um, I I mean, I'm willing to be wrong. Yeah, I'm willing to be wrong, but I. (gasps) The Catholic Church traditionally teaches that animals do not go to heaven. Oh, my God. I want to start crying. Baby King, you're coming with me to heaven, okay, baby? Well, so from my understanding, what? So yeah, um, the monkey humans, um, will they have a soul? How can this face not go to heaven? Look at this face. No, I mean beautiful, absolutely beautiful. This. I don't know how to respond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm traumatized. I'm crying. I'm actually crying. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, it's not. I mean, she's she's not dead. Shush. She's not. She's dead. not. I'm so, yeah. Her. I'm cloning her. We've already determined that. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I, so then, do you think the clone had the same rights? Then I guess. I don't care. As long as she's my Phoebe, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Have you seen, by chance, the movie Pet Cemetery? Isn't that what Pet Cemetery is about? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen Pet Cemetery now. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry to anybody listening. I just, <laughs> I, I just thought it was like common knowledge. Um, I just, I just felt like they taught us as kids is like, oh, all the animals on the ark. That means God loves them. That's when they're going to heaven. I went to a very, uh, to be honest, probably maybe like legalistic school, and they told us from the jump, like, nah. <laughs> and like we read King James version and everything of the Bible, so. We couldn't celebrate Halloween. We couldn't have boy. We never did anything for Valentine's Day. Um, so yeah. So half human hybrids can cause a lot of drama um, for various reasons. Just the discussion of them can cause people pain. Um, I'm traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so from mine, and it eventually. Nobody you know, corrected me as a kid. Yeah. I mean, there was that movie All Dogs Go to Heaven. So I feel like they really yes. wanted to. So that's like they really, made me that's why I always thought all dogs go to heaven. Yeah. Like I always thought that like my dogs is gonna be waiting for me when I get to heaven. Oh, that would be so beautiful. No, I mean it's I don't think anybody knows, but from my understanding so yeah i mean we don't know for sure 
heaven is where your spirit goes and you know does do animals have spirits i guess is the question i think so this dog is very spirited (laughs) (laughs) i mean look at this face (laughs) i mean i just it's possible i mean the reality is we really don't know like Okay. Here, we should just post the picture of Phoebe <laughs> looking at the <laughs> Phoebe, do you have a soul? She goes, of course, mama. Oh, that would have been perfect if she had barked. <laughs> um, She's not really okay. a barker. She's not? That's a good dog right there, yeah. Unless somebody's I mean, coming to hurt their mo- her mommy. She's not a barker. So, yeah, I mean, no one's, well, people say they've been to heaven. Okay, do you think people have been to heaven that say they've been to heaven? I think I so. I've read the book, like, 90 Minutes in Heaven, where the guy was, like, literally dead for 90 minutes. Okay. I think so. I mean, the way he described it. <laughs> yeah. What was described in, like, Revelations. Hmm. And he had, like, the little kid that way or something. Oh, the heaven is for real? Yeah. Kid. Well, you know, they recanted. Really? Yeah. I don't. I'm just optimistic over here. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm optimistic. I guess I'm more realistic. I And I'm very much, a, I just, I have to know the truth. Like, give it to me straight. What is the truth? Even if it's the most painful thing, or I just got to know the truth. So I think sometimes that comes off as me being very harsh. Like in Bible study the other day. You were the kid that told everyone Santa Claus was fake, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you have to know the truth. Absolutely. I, I got a letter. A bubble, the dog's going to heaven. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be this person, but I just, everybody should know the truth. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, like, yeah. In Bible study the other day, we were talking about, um, it was, uh, we read Genesis and we were talking about how, uh, and we were reading Cain and Abel. And there was like a point where um, it said that Cain was going to go, I forgot the exact verse, the exact right, but like that Cain was going to go wander with other people. So then I was like, oh, I wonder, because, you know, there's some people who believe that there were other um, humans. So when God, so in Genesis 1, he says God created male and female. Then Genesis 3, he says he created Adam and Eve. So some people make the, think that male and female where he just created a bunch of humans and then later he created Adam and Eve and that's where everybody came from so I said oh well this kind of supports that thought because if Cain was wandering then he would have to leave his family and have to go meet other humans something like that and then um everyone was like oh that's a good question something something and then they just started to move on and I was like wait no we have to know the truth like is this what happened? Does anybody know? How do we know? I just, I, I'm like that. I'm hurt that person. I just need to know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel so bad. I just thought it was, I'm so sorry. Just, no, it's not your fault. Nobody ever corrected me. Oh, Victoria. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some, okay, well, we can wrap it up. Um, That's our last story anyway. Um. Oh, I have a funny, maybe this might make you laugh. Do you like Doctor Who? You know, we've been through this. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> it was a, uh, okay. 
Well, thanks everybody for listening. I'm really, really sorry if I bursted your bubble as well. I don't mean to. I just, I, I don't know. It was it's the truth, and I just thought the truth should be. Well, said. yeah, I didn't realize, it, and then I googled it, and then it was true. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Toria. I'm sorry to our listeners. If you're listening with kids, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I'm just concerned. Are the human, half human, half animal, or half monkey kids, are they going to heaven? That was just something that was concerning to me. A poll. If they're going to go to heaven, or we should do a poll. If that, if half human. Oh, honestly, I kind of want to do a blog post about this. This is so like weird and out there. I love this. Okay. I'll make a note to do a poll tomorrow. Do half human, half monkey kids go to heaven? That and that's sad. Yeah, I guess it depends on how they are mentally. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and then I guess if they're more animal than human, what if it's different for each one? What if there's like one has more of like an animal trait than like another one does? Yeah, that'd be weird. That would be really weird. And like, do they have the same rights? Because well, it's like the concept of like one like sibling could be taller than the other. Like it's just genes. However, the genes. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, I wonder how it would look. Honestly, the last time I went to the zoo, and Melanie, um, she always like teases me about this. This gorilla, like this female gorilla, she gave me the scariest side eye. Like on, like it was. I was like, I, I don't have you seen me before. Like I don't yeah. know what's going on. I did not take your man. Like it was like one of those like really like human side eyes and I was like oh I don't like this I don't like when they look human like when they look Mm -hmm. too human you know like I like when they're super ugly and hairy because like oh look at the animal when they start looking kind of like too human I'm just like "Mm, no you look like me me. but you can beat me up right exactly oh my god exactly like Like, kill me in a heartbeat oh if she had come out I like, I want to say I would fight for my life, but at the same time, I don't... Okay, then we can end after this. Is fighting for your life more painful than just taking it? Just, like, surrendering? Yeah, like, if she started running at me, if I just went, I surrender, destroy me, would that be more painful than me fighting? Because I'm also losing, doing my energy, I'm hitting her, which is probably going to hurt I, me. I wonder, too, because it's the concept of, like, okay, when you're in a car crash, if you tense up, it's where it's off, versus if you don't see it coming. That's why they say, like, when people who are drunk drivers survive, oh, yeah, they're so relaxed and they just don't see it coming. Either way, you see it coming, though. Well, no, no, no like, they just, like, it doesn't click in their brain no, that something I mean, like, bad's if- about to happen. No, no, no. I mean, like, if I just give up. <laughs> I would still well, yeah, like, coming. your body's a lot more relaxed as long as you don't tense up. Oh, I think that's true. I guess if I just go, I'll see you soon, Jesus, and then just take it. Yeah. So just maybe I wheel. would... Yeah. Maybe I would... I don't know. I don't know what I would do if she came out of the cage. Because, I mean, she gave me the creepiest side eye. I did not like it. It made me so uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, so thanks everybody for listening. Um, our donation for the month is for Lily's, um, 
for her billboard that's going to go up in San Diego that says women don't need abortion to succeed. Um, the goal is $4,000, which is a lot, but I think we can do it. Like, I think if everybody gives $5 here, $10 there, share, share, share. Um, let's do this. I, it's going to make a huge difference. Make sure you listen to that episode too, because we talk about why it's important, why she wanted to do this and um, all that jazz. Yep. Um, also too, please rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends, tell your grandmother, your aunt, your dog, tell everyone you know about this podcast. We would really appreciate it. Anything else? That's it for my end. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.